Just gonna run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Chris Pugh, and I'm here with Megan Henry of Columbus Dispatch. She covers education. Megan, you got a story coming up this week about school resource officers and what they do in greater Columbus schools. What did you learn during that, during your study? Yes, Chris, thanks for having me. So it's really a mixed bag when it comes to student resource officers in public school districts in the Franklin County area. In Columbus City Schools, they no longer have student resource officers currently um, because of their contract expired a couple of years ago. But uh, in school districts like Dublin and Westerville, they have quite a few. They are able, and only Tangy local schools in Delaware as well as quite a few, they are able to have one at each of their high schools and their middle schools. And they have, yeah, they have one at each school and they just really build relationships with the students and develop to get to know them. And ultimately their goal would be to prevent any, any violence from occurring on the school campus. I talked to someone at the National Association of School Resource Officers, and they were saying how a big advantage of having one in your school is that in the case, uh, there also would be, would be an active school shooter, um, God forbid, on campus, that the school resource officer would be able to intervene and already know the school very well and have those relationships and be able to counteract that as quickly as possible and save some precious time and minutes. But uh, it's interesting because a lot of these children I was talking to were saying how the resource officers, you know, there's, they can't really quantify how many like, you know, incidents they might have stopped or prevented from happening because they build those relationships with students and get to know them before anything would potentially. So just having another adult really in the building for these students to just talk to and just have um, as like a mentor or someone who they can they can go to and trust. Yeah, it sounds like I've seen this in the school districts I've been in. Obviously, they have the power of the police department, but they mm-hmm. they're a mentor too. Where it's not just there's a scary policeman running around campus. I mean, there's a mentor, there's a training, there's almost like an older friend to students that they could serve as as well. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, these. Uh, SROs, they are from police departments in the community and they go through specific training for how to do this job. So they are police officers, they're trained, but they also have training on top of that to know how to how to do this job uh, in schools in particular. We've written a lot after uh, George Floyd's situation from last year about how, as you said, certain city schools are changing the way if they choose to have these school resource officers or not. How are school resource officers kind of adapting what they do in light of what happened last year? Yeah, no, that's a great question. It's been interesting uh, just with last school year, schools being remote and hybrid, uh, and now this year with students being back in person all the time. They said, the people I talked to said that it really hasn't been much of an, an issue, but this is something that they're just focused on building those relationships with those students, but there really hasn't been many issues um, that they were able to really quantify or to share about um, you know students not being comfortable around the police officer uh, or anything like that. It sounds like it's pretty clear what, what, what they're doing there and their expectations uh, for the students and the and the staff alike. Thank you, Megan, uh, for your time. And as always, check out great uh, Columbus Dispatch coverage um, for a subscribe button on the upper right-hand side of our page. Uh, thanks again, Megan. You have a great day. Thanks, Chris. Just going to run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left.
Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts.